I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the final episode of this season of Sexy Unique Podcast. It has been the journey of a lifetime, and I'm so happy that I got to share it with all of you guys. And while I am slightly devastated that season six has come to an end, I'm not that devastated because I've been watching all of season one and recapping it for my Patreon subscribers. And I got incredible news yesterday, which was my birthday, that... I reached a thousand patrons. So that means I'm going to just continue after season one and start recapping season two, both of which I've never podcasted about before. So my, this, this train has left the station and it is on a roll, honey. And I just have to say thank you to all of my patrons on Patreon. You guys have given me the gift of being able to talk nonstop about Vanderpump Rules. And that is truly priceless. If you're a patron, you probably already know what the deal is and you're listening to the recaps of season one. If you're not a patron of the podcast, now's a great time to get on board. There are four episodes about season one and there's more to come. New ones are going to be posted every Monday. And if you want to join the Patreon and hear those episodes, you can do so at www.patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast. For as little as $1 per episode, you will have access to the season one recaps, soon to be the season two recaps. You'll get weekly bonus episodes. And there are plenty of other tiers that you can come in on. I'm currently in the middle of restructuring some of them to better suit my patrons' desires and my own time management. So stay tuned, but I'm going to make them good, I promise. $1 an episode is a pretty good deal to get all this premium content, if I do say so myself. So go to the Patreon, check it out, poke around, www.patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast. This is not goodbye. This is just um, 
This is just a hiatus. And for all my patrons, we're keeping the love going on the Patreon. So you have nothing to worry about. So without further ado, I give to you this week's episode of SUP. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, hope your cake's up. London with the beach, here we go, so in. Here we go with a friend, you we both win. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Sexy Unique Podcast. I am joined by a pump head genius actress icon it's molly tarlov oh my god thank you so much thank you for being here i'm very excited i'm so excited i did not realize and i guess i say i have this like a lot i guess with guests especially this past season but it's like i'm connecting with so many new people that i didn't realize were obsessed with vanderpump rules yeah and so i'm really glad that we're having this moment yeah i think that we all need to realize you're a pump head until proven not a pump head Mm -hmm. that's how we should just live our lives just accept that everyone worth knowing loves vanderpump yeah 100 percent love Mm -hmm. um wait when did you start watching the show have you watched it from the beginning yeah i watched from the beginning i definitely took a sabbatical Mm -hmm. there was like a period where all of the bravo shows kind of made me like a little depressed yeah i think it was like oc kind of got into a a weird funk and i was just like this is like dark and i gotta go Mm -hmm. and and then I came back in. I think it was, I think Stassi and I were probably on the same emotional wavelength. <laughs> and then I, you know, went back and rewatched. And then um, I've actually been rewatching also. Yeah. In conjunction. Yeah. I've been doing season one episodes. Yeah. And so it's feeling like a lot of people are depressed that this season six is over. But for me, it feels like it's never ending because I just went immediately into season one and then I'm going to continue into season two. So that'll tide me over. And then my like huge depression wave will hit once season two is done. But then I might just have to go into season three. Well, yeah, why not? Yeah. Like just keep it going. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then you have all those like random episodes where like Andy talks about how he like can't believe that it turned out the way it did yeah those and then like the where where did they start their like humble beginnings or like vanderpump rule there was one where it was like one of the producers had a huge foam board of like all the different hookups and relationships Mm -hmm. so there's a lot and there's also all the movies that they've done like what they so a lot of them like sandoval and Kristen. oh yeah and like Lala did these like really shitty independently financed oh. films. So they have like a whole treasure trove of those, which could also make for great podcast yeah. episodes. Well, I have I have something which I don't I'm hoping you don't know about. What's that? Did you know that Katie was in He's Just Not That Into You? No. Oh my God. I'm so excited. She was just an extra okay. and it was like kind of at the very beginning of the movie and she just like was with like a couple other girls and like threw some shade Mm -hmm. but it was thrilling when it when it came on the screen i was like (gasps) that's a big breakout moment i know because like aside from that it's only been laura lee who's had her role yeah but laura lee is now in this movie under the silver lake she's still at it she's still at it she's acting and now she's in this movie which is like kind of like a thing Really? I mean, it's like an indie, but I feel like 
I think like Riley Keough is in it. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a chic indie. Cool. So I'm into that for Laura Lee. I always see her at the uh, dog food store. She's around. Oh, she is around. She's walking around with the dog, just like living, loving. I actually like became friends with my local fire department mm-hmm. and they she like calls them a lot and like cooks them food so she's also just trying to get in and be friends with them as well or like calls them a lot to like come deal with emergencies no i don't think they're emergencies they're like she like is friends i i don't i shouldn't say that because now that you draw the parallels between us i'm upset (laughs) but um (laughs) no we were just they like they go to eat because you know they have like three day shifts yeah go to eat and they go out to eat and like they were sitting next to us at a table one night and like we like became friendly friendly it's good to be friend if you live in southern california you need to be very like closely connected to your firemen yes because you just never know what can happen yeah I like thinking that you and Laurel are in competition for like who's the yeah. better friend to the fireman. Yeah. We'll see when the fires happen. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> the earthquake. The earthquake. Are you prepared for the earthquake? I don't know. I mean, I get, I just started getting like spring water delivered to the house. Mm-hmm. And the other night I looked at my husband, Alex, and I was like, there's an earthquake coming i was like there's gonna be an earthquake tonight and he was like whoa what the (laughs) fuck did you you just like looked into my soul and then there wasn't so whatever i'm i'm no psychic but he was like yesterday he was like we're we have like a lot of water if like the earthquake happens i'm like oh yeah we'll be good for like a month and he's like a month like i'm not like trying to be in here for a month if there's an earthquake and i was like oh yeah yeah but i like googled recently like what what now like what to do in an earthquake now it's all water so you're good there and then like an emergency kit like you want to have food and just like a whistle a whistle yeah because if there's no phones and like cell phones aren't working or say like if you get trapped in something and i have a landline yeah I don't know if those are affected, yeah. but I just wanted to drop like, that in there. <laughs> I haven't had a landline in years, so it's I can't really relate. Fun. But a whistle, if people are looking for you, or you're needing to be found, then oh. you have that to like alert people to like where you are. Yeah, I just like my only earthquake training growing up because I'm from New York was when, you know, um, Tori and Zach and Mrs. Belding were in the elevator. <laughs> Uh, on Stay by the Bell, and there was an earthquake. And did they get trapped? Yeah, and Tori had to deliver Mrs. Belding's baby. Oh my if god! I'm remembering this correctly. is drama. I know. I was not a Saved by the Bell head, oh but god. that makes me want to get into it. You should. I live for like a earthquake, like disaster movie, yeah, teen comedy mashup. Yeah, definitely Saved by the Bell before San Andreas. Yeah, San Andreas. It failed in a lot of ways. Yeah. But it also like soothed me in a lot of ways. Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, it came out on my birthday like a few years ago. Oh, so, you so had I had to, to see it. Yeah. And I also am a huge <laughs> fan of The Rock. Well, who isn't? Yeah. And so I had to see it for that reason too. The most amiable movie star on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uncle Rock is what he calls himself. Really? On social media. Oh. Let's get into this episode. Okay. <laughs> Because it's almost as much of a disaster as an actual earthquake. I know. This was like, 
weirdly better than a lot of the episodes this season. Okay. Like there was a lot of stuff in that that I was like, why haven't we like why did this get left out right like the risotto ravioli conversation anything with raquel like i want i want it all i anything she has to say any like sort of facial expressions like her deep thoughts and her like awkward segue well i feel like i actually saw her face truly for the first time yeah like i had no idea what she looked like (laughs) I really didn't. She's been a bit of a chameleon this season. Yeah. She had like some really like her makeup hasn't been consistent. And yeah. then she had like a very weird like Lhasa Opso hairstyle. Right. And but this time it was just down. Yeah. It was down straight. The lashes were on and she had a lot of questions. Yeah. So it starts out. This, we start out with Lala appreciating all her body parts. Right. And saying that something she can't change, which is why she gets, why she, why she injects herself. Yeah. There's a big, like, I know that we're surrounded by, like, a lot of injection culture, but it's confusing to me. Why? Because I... I don't know. I'm just kind of like, what are you injecting? Whatever. I mean, it's. I have a bigger question about Lala's opening. Mm-hmm. She has a heart tattooed around her nipple. Yeah, that was like surprising. I always thought that Lala had a boob job. So and then when she was like, one of my boobs is bigger than the other, then yeah. I was like, well, maybe she doesn't have a boob job. Well, I she don't... has pretty small boobs, right? Does she? I don't know. They look like big. I know. They look big and in that thin. dress. Yeah. Um, And they're very like, you know, she's like, she, like she said, they're not taped down, but like, I'm aware of them and I know how they act. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, one of her boobs were, oh, packages mm-hmm. are here. Um, One of her boobs are bigger than the other is bigger than the other and she can't change it so she gets a heart around the nipple but i'm like is it around the bigger one or the smaller one it's feel like it would be around the bigger one right to just but, be like hey you're fine anyways but, but wouldn't like that wouldn't bring, she want the bigger one would you want oh the wouldn't bigger one the would be better one? and then you would I know. yeah i don't know i have a i have questions and i'm also like that brings, I guess, more attention to the deficit, like in the difference between the boobs. If well, one of them is yeah. tattooed and the other one is just left, or it, it diverts because you're just like it's an optical you, illusion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe the heart is slimming. I was like, because I was wondering, maybe I was like, maybe she had a boob job like at a young age and then the boobs grew more and then that's when the discrepancy happened. I mean, I think things can happen with boob jobs. Like your boobs can take, well, everybody's boobs are, they're different. And one is always kind of like a little bit bigger than the other. Yeah, that was weird. And then she was like, well, she also said she was insecure about her feet, which I was trying to get a look at her feet, but I didn't see anything like wrong with them but i related to that because i have insecurities about my feet just because they're big oh no you didn't i mine are big too mine are like 11s and like yeah and so that was just always a thing yeah but it also was like you're having like i'm feeling for you and then you're telling me that like one of your boobs is bigger than the other and that you're insecure about your feet and now i'm like yeah and she's like one of my ears is bigger than that oh my god (laughs) 
what <laughs> she's like i hate my body when am i my pinky finger is a little bit longer than yeah it, it was psychotic yeah and also like why didn't she get like a heart tattooed around that ear mm-hmm. maybe she has one behind it probably yeah i mean they are willy-nilly with their tattoos on they the love cast. like a small weird tattoo i mean sheena is like surprisingly kind of tatted up which I it's all happening it's all happening but then she has all these tattoos on her fingers which I hadn't noticed until kind of this episode and then I was like well Katie has a cheetah Katie has a cheetah print and then like a huge lotus like kind of zen reddish tattoo I mean they don't really make sense altogether no like i don't have any tattoos i don't know about you but if i got them i would want them to be like kind of a cohesive you know i feel like they're they represent different parts of your personality different times in your life Mm -hmm. the cheetah one is like off the rails the cheetah one really yeah it went too far yeah you need to reel it in lisa and lala act out like kind of an awkward scene at Sir, but then it gets interesting when Lala is like explaining how her like finances work. And so she says her mom has been paying her rent for the past year, but her man also gives her rent money. Yeah. So then she just stacks cash. Right. And I was like, I'm jealous of that. Right. And also like, is her mom going to watch this and be like, zoink? you don't need the rent money anymore yeah that's the thing about allowances is like the moment that your parents get wind of you not needing an allowance is when you get cut off i know so you have to really like it's a fine line yeah it was very weird and then she's like and then i come to work here because i just love it (laughs) now i have to get back to work that money as though all her extra money is coming from her hostess gig at sir exactly yeah it's like a little bit not acknowledging that we're on a reality television show i know which like i get well it was surprising to me that you that in your last episode i mean i've i feel like a fool because i believe stassi's party planning you believed it yeah (laughs) i'm really glad that you're here because like i've been wondering who was who were the people that believed this storyline and so i'm glad to that you've identified yourself I just feel like everybody else, when they talk about shifts and this and that, that's bullshit. But like Stassi, like coming in and being like a party planner, I believe that she had events to plan. Yeah, but like you, did you think like that her the jobs that she was doing were the jobs that an event planner would do, like just lighting candles and like arranging flowers? Well, if you. Like, did you think that she was, like, pl- like planning the event top to bottom, like, making like sure... Like, finding the vendors. Finding the like- vendors, making sure, like, the step and repeat, like, get is, like, printed and, like, set up, like, or yes. just, like, the... <laughs> I love that. You should have Stassi plan an event for you to take her business to the next level. I mean, I now that you mention it, maybe I will. <laughs> I think- I'm I'm bummed I, just, I got married already. I know. Well, you could have like an anniversary party Yeah. you can I mean, the thing about Vanderpump Rules is that you can have an event for anything. I know. So, Isn't that amazing? Yeah, there's like an event I could to just have like an event. have a lip sync. Yeah. Just like one song. Mhm. You could have a debut performance. Yeah. Mhm. And Saucy would be there an hour early. Yeah. 
she'd bring unloading like she could do framed pictures of you set them up all over the venue of your choosing and then light some candles put some flowers and vases and create a beautiful ambiance okay but i just don't get what else there is (laughs) well like in an event it's like you have to find a venue and like secure that and like deal with all of that and then if you're renting any sort of supplies, you have to, and yeah. like chairs and stuff, you have to like coordinate that. And then like a photographer and then like a DJ. Like there's yeah, all sorts of. Yeah, but I just of- feel like with her, you know, you go to whatever restaurant on Cuenga and you're like, we want to film here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't think that she's doing like all that nitty gritty detail work. All and right, like fine. anything at Sir is like, that takes a lot of the grunt work out because yeah. I'm sure that they just already have like all that shit in right, place right but i love that yeah you're a you're a firm believer Look, in stassi's okay <laughs> i also like feel like a, a a guy and a girl can like be at by a jacuzzi at like seven in the morning and not hook up and not hook up yeah so you are also think that <laughs> Kristen and james nothing happened yeah love that is that so I go back weird? and forth. No, I mean, I go back and forth. I think that they like made out or like something. I think that even if things got like really emotional and they yeah. just like laid yeah. on each other and like cried together and cried together, I think that we're missing. I like, but then I'm like, and I I love Katie and Schwartz, but then I'm like, well, Schwartz definitely hooked up with someone that night. Oh yeah, I, I mean, didn't even you black think about out that. and end up in another resort. Like, how'd you get there? You didn't just like walk and like be like, "This looks cool. I'll go in here." Like, you went with people. Yeah, that's a good. That's a really good point. I never even thought about that. I was just like, ugh, he was like blackout corpse, like floating in a pool somewhere. But why did he get to? And like, how would he have gotten to another resort? Yeah. Unless they went down to the beach and then he was so fucked up that he thought he was walking back to the resort they were staying at, but then walked into another one randomly. And then just sat there and then woke up and came home. Trying to find his room and then the staff realized like, oh, you aren't in this resort, you're in the other one. And like, he think he he said that they took him back like in a golf cart. But Yeah. yeah, I mean... It would track for him to have hooked up with someone. Yeah. I think there's a secret of surrounding what happened that night into morning yeah. that Schwartz, f- Kristen, I like forgot her name for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Schwartz, God. Kristen, and James are all hiding and like covering for each other. Really? Yeah. And I think that like something Maybe did the happen class brothers will make like a docu- yeah, we need a docuseries about, <laughs> about mexico yeah. that's like eight episodes one hour long each that mm-hmm. just covers a six hour period of time yeah, yeah. and the, the easter egg comes just like in the last two minutes yeah like way longer devoted to like talking about it than how long it even yeah. lasted yeah i would watch yeah jackson tom go get botox and jack says they're walking into the Dr. Lakey's office and Jax is like, all that drinking we do, we got to balance it out. Yeah. He goes, if I don't get this, I start to look like a baseball glove. 
which was really dark. Oh, he said baseball glove. Yeah. I rewound it. I couldn't hear what he was saying. I now started to watch with the subtitles on because I need to like catch everything. And sometimes they mumble. And so, and then I saw that and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And then he came in and he's like, this is nice. This is great. I'm like, what, what were you expecting? The doctor got a new office because it's the doctor he saw for like his nose job who used to have this like medical assistant back in the day that was like, she looked like she'd been like put through a wind tunnel and then just like crazy lip injections. But now he's like way upgraded to like a somewhat normal looking like front desk lady and like his all black office. And like a chic mirror. Yeah. And then... Tom Sandoval says he gets Botox behind his ears so they won't move. A lot of ear talk in this episode. And I'm like, I never thought about my ears this much. No. And I never, I guess I knew like you can get Botox anywhere, but the ear was a twist. Definitely. Or the opposite of a twist Mm -hmm. because it just is a frozen. But like, how much would it bother you that your ears move when you smile? Like, I don't know. That sounds really like it doesn't matter. Or maybe it, well, like, here's if you're the thing. on camera, if you're talking and you're smiling, maybe your ears are moving and you've noticed that. Now it makes me want to go back and like watch and see if it's like a thing. I gave up on like thinking about Sandoval's like reasons reasons for for anything anything, (laughs) but like mostly like his looks like it with the with the bleaching yeah like i i don't even know and also the way that he was like it's funny that like Jax is doing this as if like you like sandoval is like hasn't been wearing makeup and like bronzer and and, like and shaving his face some supermodel and it's like well Jax doesn't need to do this because what does it matter what he looks like but of course i yeah yeah i mean sandoval's whole act this season has been too on the nose in my opinion what do you mean by that like he has all he's always just like delivering lines kind of Mm -hmm. but it's not well i think there's a real darkness going on with him and ariana still i don't buy the bounce back like especially in the end of of the part three reunion when they were like everyone's like we're gonna be together forever and then it like got to them and they said that and there was like this weird kiss. I was like, I, when is this going to fall apart? It's going to fall apart. Yeah. I don't see like, I just don't see it lasting. Yeah. Like I feel, I just feel like he's not on her level. Yeah. And well, like, yeah. And hopefully she'll realize that eventually and then break up with him. He's just not, he's just like not as smart as she is. Not that she's well, like, yeah, Mensa, but, but like, but- he's never been yeah i mean it's always been very confusing to me but she i think i got we got to see the season that she has like way low self-esteem so it kind of made sense that it's like okay like you're with this guy now who is like obsessed with you but is also kind of a dum-dum yeah and like now i think maybe her self-esteem is like bouncing back and there's issues i don't know yeah i'm also very confused by it but what's gonna happen like because it because i feel like this season she just like laid back so hard and then if they break up what happens like she just like twirls away um i think that she'd still be on the show like she's friendly now with all the girls so and like she and Kristen hang out and stuff and like so she's made an effort to like which i think is 
good strategy to get in with all of them because then she would have people to film with still. Yeah. And I think it could be interesting for the friend group to see these like breakups happen. Mm-hmm. It would be amazing if she and Tom broke up and then Brittany finally dumped Jack. Oh my God. And then you would have like girls versus guys. And like then, on Southern Charm. Mm-hmm. And then like hopefully Katie and Tom would divorce. No. You like them together. Yeah. Why is that? Um, I, I don't know. I think that they're like really, I think that there is a sweetness there and there is like they've like i'm getting emotional like I, you want to believe in their love i really do like i didn't before but mm. i feel like you know katie opening up the way that she has this season is really it's just like really nice to see and like i can see the how like schwartz even though he's like cheated on her which is like a whole separate issue for me is has like kind of taking care of that part of her that we haven't seen Mm -hmm. and i like that yeah and i also want her to get like her money because they're married and he's gonna be opening this restaurant bar thing yeah i mean hopefully that works out yeah and yeah but i get i get what you're saying like as far as him taking care of that part of her, it's like he definitely has stuck around and waited for her to kind of like come through the darkness and potentially be like back in the light. Well, I feel like he's always seen the part of Katie that like we're getting to see now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just think it's sweet. Like I did not think that they were going to like get married. You thought they weren't going to make it to the wedding. No. And especially even before that, when she was like begging him to propose to her and he Mm -hmm. wasn't doing it, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Like, I don't know if it weren't for the show, like if they would even be together still, because like, obviously it's a good storyline to have that kind of tension in a couple. Cause it's like, will they or won't they? And then like getting married provides them both with like, a major storyline that can last for an entire season, which means more money because they would potentially be in every single episode, like dealing with their wedding bullshit. Yeah. So like, but if you take all the show out of it, what is their relationship really like? And what you see on camera a lot from him is like him calling her a bitch or like them (laughs) getting in fights and him pouring a beer on her and being like, she's fucking crazy and like not taking her back. So it's like now I feel like they've figured out a way to like present their relationship on camera after going through a ton of seasons of like trial and error. And so now I'm just interested to see where it goes. Cause I think that he has like a big drinking problem. Yeah. Like considerably maybe more than other cast members on the show. I think so for sure. And I'm like, will we get to see that next season? Or is that going to be kind of like brushed under the rug and like we'll have like a baby storyline or like whatever the next phase of their relationship? Like, because the way that they just kind of poo pooed all the cheating stuff was interesting too. I know, but it goes along with the whole, with everything in the show, which is just like the men get to do whatever they want. Yeah. And then the women get like, if they do it, they're like sluts and bitches and yeah. like insane. Yeah. But I think that that power dynamic, I hope, is like shifting now yeah. that all the girls are friends. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
power to the pussy yeah, as well, I would right. say. <laughs> um, Jax goes into his Botox appointment. And this was my favorite part of the whole... Oh, this is one of my favorite parts of the whole season, probably, where he's talking to Dr. Lakey and he's like, I have an abnormally large jaw. So I was wondering if there's something I can do to make it a little less. And then the doctor goes, meathead looking. Ah, I know. That's like your worst nightmare that you go into like an office and they're like, yeah, yeah, we could do this and this. Yeah. They're like, oh, you want us to take care of your meathead? Yeah. And then he says... Well, we can get, we can do some Botox into your jaw. Yeah. And it'll reduce that by one to two millimeters. I know. And he's like, right, not, I'll try it. It's not enough no. millimeters. No. That's not going to take care of the meathead. I know. And also, it's like confusing because it's like, wasn't that the look Jax was going for? Yeah. Like, I think when it flashed, it flashed back at one point to when he and Brittany were like renovating their apartment or whatever, like I painting. Can't. And like, his face looked, it was a different shape back then. Yeah. And it maybe with his hair not being shaved or whatever, but I was like, his face just got wider over the past like two to three years. And I think that that's steroids. Oh, it definitely could be steroids. It's also probably just like bloat. Yeah. You know, but like Botox in your jaw is not going to like, I know that's not a fix for the meathead. No, just like <laughs> stop being a douchebag. Stop and, like, taking you know, steroids. Drink yeah. a lot of water. Go work out every day and yeah. eat like a plant-based diet. And then I feel like your <laughs> meathead will somewhat shrink. Yeah, I agree. But like that's harder than just like. That's a lot harder. But then like he's just like paying like what? $500 to get he's like not syringe. anything. Dr. Lakey, I wonder if like Vanderpump Rules going to him has gotten him a ton of business and he's been able to glow up from his past a hundred percent. But like Jax's Botox and stuff isn't good. Like I don't look at him and I'm like, wow, a plastic surgery success. Let me dial up this phone number and get my own meathead. Yeah, but it's like scary. You don't know. Like there. So if you see something like on tv you're that's what you're gonna trust yeah you're like i gotta call look, this the guy. office is nice like the, the mirror it's like an onyx waiting room <laughs> yeah yeah dr lakey's kind of hot yeah <laughs> i mean he he knows what looks good yeah um but he'll tell it like it is yeah i mean the the amount that they on their social medias have like numbing cream on is extraordinary i live for when they go off season because that's when they start like injecting again and they'll do all these like live videos of them just getting like poked and prodded and i could watch that all day I know it's fascinating i know i but i can't like when they did the flashback of the nose job i can't I can't look at that. No, that's not like I can't watch Grey's Anatomy because I'm not because it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. The nose job was a lot for me, but I love like a any sort of like filler yeah. getting pushed in and then moved around by yeah. like a doctor's hands and like sculpting a jawline. Yeah. It's just like really does it for me. Um, I, I, I went to I, I did. I went to a doctor once to mm-hmm. like ask about getting something in my face mm-hmm. and it was actually they said like you could put filler in your jawline mm-hmm. um and then they like move it kind well, of like i mean a, i didn't do it but yeah but like the what they would do is like put it in there and then like sculpt out 
I don't know. Just for like a more pronounced jawline? No, less pronounced. They were trying to less, they were, they, they were, I, I guess I was asking for a less pronounced jawline. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't just like go blindly. I, like, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Because I would, I would be really curious to like go to a lakey and be like, "What do you think?" And oh, then I've done have, it like three times, and and they're they're do all they like, all different or do they no, all say the same? None thing? of all of them have said like you shouldn't do anything. Yeah, and this one person, I was like, okay, well, if I wanted like this or this, they're like, I mean, you could like do this, but like you really shouldn't do anything, and that's like one of my kind of like. I'm like, well, you know, I've been to like a couple of injection happy doctors and they all said like, no. Yeah. Um, But now I'm scared because like, what if I go again and they're like, yeah, like we should do this. The time has come when they're like ready to pull the trigger. And that's where like that I, I was triggered thinking about that during the episode last night. One of these days it's going to happen where someone's like, suggesting something that you're like opening yourself up to that kind of no i'm off the train it's been like i haven't gone into one of those places in like two years i love a consultation though yeah oh my god i want a lakey to like rip me apart yeah it would be a good thing to do if i bet he charges for consultations too oh yeah all the big ones do now Mm -hmm. like dr orion who does the kardashians where it's like a 500 hundred dollar consultation that then goes towards whatever procedure you get but procedures are like three thousand dollars and i've heard that like the consultations like only with the nurse i'm sure yeah he doesn't have time for like some plebe that comes in there and is like what do you think pulling fat from like down people's bodies <laughs> less meathead looking i'm obsessed jack says sir is a sexy place and you always want to look good that is psychotic <laughs> like sir is a sexy place like okay first of all the name of the restaurant is psychotic yeah sexy unique restaurant restaurant so it's because it's Sir Restaurant. Yeah, Sir Restaurant. And now they have Sir Rules when you walk in, which is like, I don't, it's like a neon sign that in the entry, entryway that says Sir Rules, which is like, what does that mean exactly? Like sexy yeah. unique restaurant rules, which it does, but it also doesn't. Right. Like it and al- is it Vanderpump Rules? Or is it? it's sir it just like it feels like they just lazily came up with these like marketing well i mean vanderpump dogs is not called vanderpups yeah it should have been called hello yeah and then also the name vanderpump rules like is makes no sense where does it come from where does it come from i think maybe it's like lisa like rules the roost yeah i think that's what it's going for but it also is like that's not what this show is i mean so it's very confusing. I know. She just doesn't know how to name things. I know. Which Pump well, was kind of good. Yeah, Pump is good and Villa Blanca and Villa Rosa is. Yeah, Villa Rosa. Yeah. Did she is Villa Rosa was that the same name as her old house too? I don't know. When did she move? She moved from I'm pretty sure she like after Beverly Hills, because she started out living like across the street from Adrian right. Maloof. But then I think she moved into like a somewhat smaller mansion oh. that became Villa Rosa. Oh. But because I'm watching season one now and she's in the old house, but I feel like that was also called Villa Rosa. Yeah, so maybe she so. just like 
calls whatever house yeah. she's living in. Is I mean, it is like crazy. I feel like what it is is that Lisa has so many things mm-hmm. to name that it's just like, like, you know, when she got that like new dog recently and she was just like, your name is like rough rough yeah or something you <laughs> she know spread way too thin yeah she's just like oh well like oh, whatever this isn't like that <laughs> consequential like i'll just name something else tomorrow she just doesn't have the creative bandwidth to like go any far beyond like a vanderpump kind of somewhat of a pun yeah and then just like an on the nose dog but name. It, it's like not a pun like vanderpump rules is not a pun yeah i, I mean is it a, is it like a cider house rules reference cider house like, rules. yeah i have no idea i've really got just this season started to like really wonder like why yeah and what does it mean yeah and i get it what it means but i also don't i mean sex unique restaurant who did that? It was Guillermo. It was it had Guillermo. Yeah. That's like an ESL. Oh my God. A hundred percent. And then like, and then Lisa came in and was like, okay, like I'll make this, I'll help make this yeah. even more sexy and more unique. Yeah. And then now she just like contractually forces everyone to talk about how sexy the restaurant is. It's not that no, sexy. Jax believes it's sexy. I believe that like the cast of Vanderpump Rules thinks that it's an incredibly sexy restaurant, but like, you go in like I was there last week yeah. and it's like their menus like are ripped up to shred. Like it's like their menus are julienned. Would you say like, yeah, like the like sides of them go- are like raggedy. Edge, yeah. Like, cause it's like the menus that you, I guess you put them in like a plec- like a sleeve. Yeah. But that's then with a side of fabric, but the fabric's all frayed and yeah. not intentionally. It's just like, Oh, this is like, it's not a metaphor. Yeah. You just like, <laughs> it's just shitty and they're yeah. not replacing them. Yeah. Yeah. There's some new sexy lighting fixtures in there. Mm. From after the fire. From post-fire insurance scam. I know. All the girls go out because Brittany just brings them together. And they love to get together on Brittany's behalf. This was so weird to me because I was like, why do we have to... First of all, I get it. Like, Brittany's probably the nicest person on the planet. Mm -hmm. So everybody loves her, and that's, like, wonderful. But it's, like, we, like, the jig is up. Like, we know you guys, like, go out together. It's not really, like, that big of a thing. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was kind of, like, a reasons why Sheena is here. Yeah. Explanation. Because she was not at the dinner. Or was she? She was. She was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she, was she there? I'm thinking now. I guess I she think was it was like across from Ariana. Yeah. And then. No, I don't. She wasn't. I can't remember now. I feel like she wasn't there. Was Katie there? They got two Tito's was, and four tequilas. It was Brittany, Kristen. Katie. Ariana, Lala, Stasi. Oh my I think. Oh my god. I don't right. think Sheena was there. She wasn't. She's Sheena's on the outs. I know. Why is she always on the she's always on the outs? Sheena just like does not know how to play ball, like has never known how to like navigate this world. Yeah. But I really love her and like I need her to be on the show because she's such a good, like she's just a good person to watch yeah like i genuinely enjoy watching her me be, too. Like, psychotic um so do you know about the cameo app yeah 
have you watched all of her cameo acts? I haven't watched all of hers. Oh, it's really fun because she like plays good as gold in the background. And, yeah. So smart. So smart. I had a, I got a James cameo. <gasps> uh, one of the sexy unique fans got a James cameo for me, oh which God. made my life. And then I got a Billy Lee cameo for my best friend on our friend anniversary. Oh. And Billy Lee kind of phoned it in. I'm not going to lie. I hate that. Yeah. You got to get like a Sonia Morgan. Yeah. Like I, I thought that she'd be a little more professional because her cameo describes her as a performer and entertainer. So I was like, this is great. But then it was a little underwhelming. Mm. But I hope that she just like ups her game in the future. Well, you think that like the Billy Lee storm is coming. Uh, yeah. I think the storm, it's like batting down the hatches because it's coming in hot and heavy. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. Do you think that she's just going to be like a nice like side character that gives some lols? Or, yeah. Like, just n- nothing to write home about. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that there's going to be, I mean, like I didn't find her that aggressive at the reunion. And like, if she's dating Jeremy, like, okay. Yeah. I'm just interested. Yeah. I have my thoughts. Oh, so the girls... Oh, the dinner. The dinner is happening, and everyone takes shots, and then Stassi is saying... She goes... She talks about watching porn. She's like, lesbian porn is my favorite kind of porn to watch. And then Kristen just goes, me too. And, <laughs> and I was like, you don't say, Kristen. Yeah. I feel like she has, like, been closeted as, like, a lesbian or at least a bisexual for this entire series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was the whole Britney thing. There was the whole Britney thing. And, um, but then Lala says, like, Britney's my type. Like, Britney's my type, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like, is this more of this, like, we love Britney. Like, we love Britney. And, like, she's like, if I was, like, I, you know, I've... I think she said swam in the lady pond, which I think she just she like said she's not. hooked up with girls. Yeah. And it's not her favorite thing. Right. But because, like, like her anxiety needs like a dick in her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. But now, but she does love Britney's body and she which loves is her like, accent. I'm like, what about when you were making fun of everyone's body? Yeah. I think Lala likes boobs. Maybe that's why she's like so into it. Yeah. She also said she really would hook up a Stassi if she could tape her mouth shut. Yeah. Which I get that. I mean, I think Stassi's really pretty. Yeah. And then Brittany goes, I still am strictly dickly and that's not going to go away. <laughs> I know. Where did she hear that? I don't know. I think that she's still trying to like make it very clear that like she does not have any sort of like lesbian fantasies for anyone post like the Kristen thing, which I yeah. believe that they totally like hooked up. Do you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't see like they definitely made out and I don't like, I think I just think they did. Yeah, I I think so too. I mean, I didn't think about it because it what, was like two seasons ago, mm-hmm. or the start of last season when Jax was saying that, and then her mom came to town, and I just think like her family's so like Christian conservative that yeah. it's like fine if it, for other people do that, but if she does it, it's like going to be a huge yeah. problem. Yeah, so it's just like covering up for that. Um, she Lala, got, like wrapped up in jazz and alcohol. Yeah. Lala says, like, said a really weird thing that she does, which she was like, she keeps a water bottle by her bed and then dumps it into her hoo-ha. Oh, my God. I know. Which I was like, what are you talking about? I know. That's not, like, a thing that people do. No. And uh, was Ariana was the one who was like, I don't think that's healthy. And she's like, I, it's worked fine for the past two years. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. 
Stassi's face also when Lala was saying that was incredible because she was like just like horrified and I don't I'm really unclear on this because I'm like that what is everyone I mean I'm pretty sure every woman knows like you don't like that's not a thing that's never even been like a cosmo sex tip to like dump a bunch of water on your pussy and then like and it's never been like a myth where it's like we all like think in sixth grade that's like a cool thing and then no, it, that's like, like never been in the no. realm of consciousness of sex for me no ever it might stem from like the bathtub like faucet or whatever the thing that you the shower head yeah yeah but like that's like water pressure that's not just like a bottle of aquafina I, on the side of the bed no. and i'm like either either she does this and it's like a thing, which I or she's like kind of lying or trying to say something. I like, feel like she's lying. I don't know. It was so it was really weird. It like was, I thought about it nonstop since she said that. I and mean, I'm is like, that just like douching? Like, I don't understand. I don't know. I think she's like using water as lube. Like she, I got the sense that oh. she's using water as lube or like personal lubricant. Okay. And that, and then she masturbates. I guess. I'd, either way. So you, because I sort of thought she like. Was douching. Put water like up her. She's, but yeah, she, I don't know. She but, said she keeps it on the bedside table and then dumps it in her hoo-ha. <laughs> and I was like, that feels like it would be very messy on the bed. Yeah. Like get and water everywhere. And what if you everywhere. get your like milk and honey bottle by accident? Yeah. And like also you're going to put something that has touched your mouth repeatedly or someone's mouth and you're going to pour it. Like that just seems very unhygienic. And also it's like, that's not like you could just get lube and then that's taken care of the situation. Yeah. A, or like coconut oil. Like yeah. If we're like not trying yeah. to like. I'm not, I'm really unclear. No, and it never, and they just like left it. Yeah, they were all just like horrified. And then she doubled down and was like, well, I've been doing this for two years. And it's Yeah, and totally what's the two chill. years thing? Like is that's like, like a weird timeline to be like, this has been happening in my life for two years. But maybe that's how long she's been with Randall. Right. But so like, is that, that a thing say about he that? likes to do? I don't, their sex life is like, I feel like their sex life they might never have sex, her and Randall. Do you think there are blowjobs? There could be blowjobs. Like, he's older. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's 47. So, like, I don't know how, like, intense his sex drive is. And he might just like to have, like, a hot, like, fun, flirty woman on his arm. Yeah. Because I'm like, that water thing is, like, not, a that's thing. not something you do having sex. I don't know. I need listeners to weigh in and like let me know if you use water or like what they what you thought of that because I was just like this is weird. It was totally weird and water it just like doesn't make any sense to me and it seems like it would cause a lot of like pH balance yeah. problems yeah in your vagina and then make your entire bed wet. Right. Which is not fun then to sleep in. No. It's not adding up. I'm calling bullshit on the water. But it was when she was by herself, right? I think so, because they were talking about masturbating. So, but even then, it's like, that's not the answer. Does she... Do you think she 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 uses the water bottle as like a dildo apparatus? (laughs) I feel like we need to rewatch. Yeah. 
Should we fire it up one more time? <laughs> Maybe. Let's fire it up. I'm so, I'm really confused and I'm never, I can't get over this. Okay. She is there. Oh, she is there. So Katie's not there. Mmm. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Stassi could be fun if we like duct tape her mouth. Make what worse? Okay. Okay. So she definitely sticks it in. And then just is like, like squeak. I'm like so confused. I don't know. Yeah. Make what worse? I don't know. And then when I think that what she's saying, it's been working fine for the past two years. She just means her vagina. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she's like, well, it's been working fine. Like, I haven't had any problems with my vagina. Yeah. Okay. But but what, also no. Yeah. Don't do that anymore. And what is this dries it out? I don't know. They're like that makes it worse. But what is she trying to make better? I, I need know. way more clarification. I need her to like do an entire social media post like dedicated to clarifying. Yeah. What she does with a water bottle. This is what's bad about these like messy episodes is that they're like not what they. Yeah. needed to concentrate on and then it's confusing yeah and i really like i liked watching all those women talk about sex like i could watch that yeah. for an entire hour as 100%. well 100 percent. i i sheena was there yes but also was not saying a word i know no one likes her <laughs> <laughs> um she ariana says everyone's overcome a lot of shit and they're all in a really good place so they should celebrate by taking more shots yeah and then they all take more shots and then andy asks sheena about her wedding photos oh my god and she says that she shipped one to a fan yeah who agreed to pay the shipping charges and i need to know if that fan listens to this podcast and if you do like identify yourself a hundred percent because like people were talking about that like in the facebook group and like just being like would she i wonder if she'd just like give us a wedding photo if we like or like Mm -hmm. sell it to us and the answer is she would and has so i need to know like who it was well yeah because it's like why did that one i'm sure like so many fans asked yeah and maybe that one was someone that had been in touch with her a long time and she knew it was not like someone who's trying to troll Right. Yeah. I don't know. But But I don't think she really like can, I don't know if she I don't, cares. I don't think she can differentiate. Yeah. Judging by her cameos, Ugh. she can't differentiate. Yeah. What does she say? Does she, she says like you're as good as gold. Love. Always. <laughs> <laughs> One of her photos went to the Museum of Broken Relationships. Have Which you been there? I have. Have I you? I haven't been there. It's no. closed now in LA. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's over. It's a different museum of something weird. Okay. Um, um, but I guess there's one in New York. Yeah. Mike Shea then meets but up. But you, you know that Sheena's dating 
because there's a lot of bachelor stuff there and the bachelor went there oh and it, she's dating robbie robbie which yeah. like now we're gonna get like a edit of like robbie 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 instead of rob well what's wild is like i went to see you next tuesday last tuesday uh-huh. and that is wild it period. was wild <laughs> and she was there with Robbie. chad from the bachelor and like all these kind of chad like, yeah <gasps> and then all these like kind of bachelor people bachelor nation bachelor nation was like hugely represented at the see you next tuesday wow. party yeah it was wild she's like just like cross-pollinating with yeah. other reality show people yeah I don't love when that happens. Like, I don't like when, like, the Southern Charm girls come and, like, hang out with, like... No, me neither. Vanderpump. I feel like I want my worlds to stay very separate from each other. And then it's like they're all... I don't know. But, like, I don't think the other Vanderpump people hang out with the other Bachelor people. Like, I feel like they probably think of themselves as being way better than anyone that's on The Bachelor. Yeah. And Sheena is like, okay, this... I'm going to like and Sheena's trying prime to get, time. Yeah, more famous. Right. So she thinks like the Bachelor people are more famous than Vanderpump Rules people, which is right. probably true. It is true. So it's just like a weird hierarchy. I of, know, but it's not going to matter for her. No, I don't think she can't just like be on the Bachelor. No, she can't be on the Bachelor, and like I don't know what she's going to be like next season. Like if she'll be on the show as much, or if she's going to be like focusing on her projects in vegas or what's gonna happen yeah i don't know i i don't know do you like sheena do you care i like i sometimes i think maybe last season i thought she was like really pretty to look at Mm -hmm. i thought um this season she's like a it's a little much for me but like so i like her for i don't hate i mean she this season i feel like every season she rounds out with just being like a bitter person and i like feel bad for her i feel really bad for her i think that there's like a real darkness and like she needs like i don't know intensive therapy a hundred percent like she really i've said a hundred percent way too many times she just like yeah, she really tries something and gives it her all, but it's very misguided and rarely works out in her favor. And then she gets really upset and resentful about it. Yeah. But I'm into that cycle for her. Yeah, <laughs> like, me too. And I want her to just like more lean into her resentment and anger and then just like rage out on I everyone. Know, I know. Yeah. I mean, my favorite part of the last episode was her like slurping the pasta. Mm-hmm. And there were even shots that like weren't intended for us to see her slurping the pasta that I could still see her slurping the pasta and I couldn't stop looking. Yeah. The editors were trolling. Oh my God. And they're trolling her in this, like all these things Oh my God, that Rob. The whole Rob mashup. Yeah. And like this Mike Shea scene that then goes right into that Rob scene. I was like, she came out looking like really bad this season. I know, I know. But it's kind of like, whatever. Everyone has had their bad season at this point. So it's kind of like par for the course. And I'm like here for it. But this Mike Shea scene was truly the darkest moment maybe of the entire season. I know. Like bringing him in, not even featured on the show and then just like a throwaway scene to establish and that not his giving life. him like a blotting paper. Yeah. And like 
He's very red. And he's so like greasy. He, he reveals that he lives with his parents. But he can still take girls home. Yeah. And it's just an adjustment period. And he's like just pursuing his dreams. And then Schwartz like went hard on like saying how obsessed she was with Rob. Yeah. Which I felt was like very tone deaf, even though he was like trying to like make Shay feel good. <laughs> Schwartz is just like a fucking idiot. Yeah. That's like true. he starts off the scene. He's like, I haven't drank at all since Mexico. I mean, a couple, well, co- <laughs> a couple cocktails, but I haven't gotten gotten drunk. Yeah. And it's like, okay. So and then he's like, well, if you guys are having a beer, and then like, yeah, I'll have a fucking, beer. Like, and I love that they're at like a little, like a tapas, like, like yeah. a place probably that has like good beer, and they're all like Bud, Bud Light. Light. Blue well, moon. Shay got a Blue Moon. That's yeah. like kind of chic. Yeah. A little higher. We don't up. know what Schwartz got. I was waiting to a hear. A Coors, probably, probably. Or a Bud Light. Yeah. Um, and then Shay re- said that he realized he was never happy. Yeah. And he thought he was, but now he realizes he was never happy. And then we get a throwback to him with the throw pillows. I know. Which is one of my favorite <laughs> moments because you know how like he looked like miserable when yeah. they would film in Sheena's apartment. Yeah. And him like putting those pillows with like the stuffed animal like right in the middle was like a real moment. I know. And like, but he has a point. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, we'll put them on and then you just like take them off and then yeah. you like put them on again. Yeah. And I was like, the yeah. sparkly throw pillows. Oh my God. Sheena is just. Sheena's decor is like, to think that they were married and then lived in that bedroom and went to bed in that bedroom together every night as a married couple in their 30s is crazy to me because it looks like a middle schooler's bedroom. I I mean, all of their apartments, like I need to talk to somebody like I, <laughs> I truly like I think it's in their contract that they have to stay in the apartment. Yeah, I feel like Tom and Ariana said that production like wants them to film in there so that they can perpetuate their like broke storylines or whatever. But it's also just like as a viewer, it's rude now to subject us to these over and over and over. I mean, the color choices, the like greens and the torques. If you had to live in someone's apartment from Vanderpump Rules, who would whose apartment would you live in? Saucy's. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, Stassi's. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, Saucy can be like, you don't, like, you, you don't have to have your friend's, like, door frame. Thing. Yeah. Up. Like, she has, like, a little more of an aesthetic that I can get down with. Yeah. Like, it's not my favorite by any means, but it's, like, the least, it's, like, the least offensive of yeah. everyone's. And at least is, like, trying to be something. Yeah, my friend went to Kristen and Carter's. Oh, really? Yeah. Did they were they darked out? I mean, no, they loved it. They loved it. Yeah, <laughs> they were like having the time of their life. He he went and it was Kristen and Carter's apartment and it was Sandoval mm-hmm. and them. Wow. Yeah. Like went over there for just a party or like ended no, they up over met there? at like after the Pitch Perfect premiere. Oh my god! And. He and it was, was like, like come over yeah <laughs> <laughs> when Kristen invites you over you go oh yeah yeah when she invites you anywhere you go you say yes ma'am mm-hmm. where and when yeah let's do this mm-hmm. did he have fun he had the best time oh my god love yeah 
and they like kind of talk on dm (sighs) that's amazing yeah Kristen is fun to party with like she can party yeah and it and keeps it like she keeps her shit together this is what i don't understand about all of them as soon as i get any alcohol in me like my brain is just like done nachos like i'm food based (laughs) how do they do it i have no idea they're constantly drinking and they're like getting thinner and thinner i think that they take a lot of adderall yeah and i think that that allows them to drink a lot without getting hungry yeah and like uh, like mostly allows them to not black out even though i think that they still do because they probably just have no food in their stomachs yeah and then they just repeat every day so like all most of their calories come from alcohol yeah at least with stassi i think because like i don't think she works out and she says like on social media she's like i just take adderall and like yeah i'm not eating and then when she does eat she's like i eat like hot dogs or like pizza or something right but i feel like that's like every other day or something okay or maybe like one bite of pizza it's all amphetamine based all right that's the only I'm taking way notes. I'm that's taking the only notes. way because like you cannot drink like that when you get into your 30s and yeah. then like maintain any sort of figure no. unless you're like just so genetically blessed like right which but like no we one. know they're not yeah and i mean schwartz is kind of a good example of that because like his body looks like the body of someone that doesn't work out and just drinks all the time right but it's still genetically blessed yeah, because like, like he doesn't like have thin. like a pot belly but like yeah he took his shirt off in this episode and yeah it was like and it was like oh, okay yeah well maybe put down the bed light yeah and pick up a barbell of some sort <laughs> hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted me undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with me undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials 
materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on MeUndies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. (laughs) Shay says he feels bad for Rob. And then we get the masterful editing sequence of Sheena saying, Rob, 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 over and over. And then Schwartz offers up like advice and he's like, who knows, maybe someday you'll be able to grab a drink together. Yeah. Which is like, that would not be like the best. That's not like the best thing that could happen or like come out of them splitting up, you know, like the way yeah. like making peace with each other. Like that's just like a classic alcoholic being like, yeah, maybe someday you guys can get wasted together yeah. and then it'll yeah. be fun True. and everything will be chill again. True. And then Shay just goes, Probably not. Yeah. It's so weird because like you when you like think about divorce, you usually think about like parents who have been divorced and like children and stuff like that. But like it's so bizarre to like see a divorce that happens with like none of that. So it's just like, yeah, we could just like go forever without ever speaking to each other. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like kind of just like an extended breakup. Yeah. But I think she did. Yeah. She had to like. She had to pay him some money, I think. Really? Yeah. And he got to keep like a car or something. The details of their like divorce settlement were published, which I thought was like pretty fascinating. Yeah. Because then he stole money from her, didn't he? 
Like he cleaned out one of her bank accounts or something. I don't know. I mean, it was always so like confusing and it's sketchy, opaque. It was like, I don't even know. It was like when he came home and she was like divorced. It was just like, okay, this is not how like the world works, right? Yeah. It's kind of weird because like, I don't think we'll ever know the truth of what went on in their relationship, like and what the big issues were because Sheena's so intense about presenting like everything's fine and great and like yeah like kind of trying to offset blame or like pin it on his addiction right so i would just like love to know like what the real tea is me too but it's a tbd hashtag me too hashtag me too time's up on not knowing what really went down between (laughs) sheena and shy (laughs) so sheena robin raquel and james go out to dinner Wait, out to dinner? Like, where were they? I feel like they were at the Grove. Like, I mean, like in a private room. Or I feel something? like they were at the Grove on top of like you know that Italian restaurant, yeah. and that has you a think top level. Like a private room up there. Maybe I don't. I'm like really curious to know where they were. I'm also curious to know like where they were for like the last hundred years when like we all knew what ravioli was. Yeah, was ravioli and risotto. I mean. What's the difference between ravioli and risotto? And then everyone kind of answers. Well, Rob was silent. Rob was silent. I think he was like, you fucking idiots. Like, I- Rob looked like he wanted to kill himself in yeah. this scene. And, and then... And then there's no answer. James like, is like, I think it's a grain, or is it yeah, a grain? Like, Ravioli's a pasta, and uh, risotto's just like more. Uh, it's a grain, right? Like, and, and then Sheena's like, like, I think then it's rice. Did she say that? Yeah. Oh, I think I blacked out by then. She said she thinks it's rice. And then James said that he doesn't know what tortellini is. Right. And then I was just like, wow, like no one's going to like bring up tortellini. Yeah. Like no one has a firm grasp on any sort of Italian cuisine in this group. It's really crazy. It's crazy. Tortellini. And then Rob is sitting there silent. Right. What is his motive? His motive I think is to brag because he sits there silent. Sheena is like, gives it cheers and she's like, cheers to where we are today. Cause I've never been happier. And then and Rob's drinking water. Rob's drinking water. And then Raquel does my favorite transition <laughs> ever. And she goes, that's so good to know because you moved kind of fast and I don't even know how you guys met. And like, you could tell that a producer was like in this scene you're gonna talk about yeah. like Sheena and Rob's relationship, so like go for it. And this was her way of like organically getting into but, that. And that's the first time I truly saw her face. Yeah. And she I need Raquel to like host these real discussions like every episode next season. Yeah, and actually like I know that if you're listening you can't see this, but your impression, like the your mouth, like you have that down. <laughs> Thank you. I live for Raquel. And yeah. like I also like that she's just calling it out. She's calling it like she sees it. Yeah. And she doesn't realize like I think she's kind of like so dumb that she's a person that doesn't realize when she's being rude. Yeah. So then she'll just say whatever's like kind of on her mind. And I love when people do that. Me too. I like then I value them in society and think they're an integral part of like 
our community. Well, she's kind of like, that's kind of like how Schwartz is. I feel like, yeah, he's kind of like that, but he's like more bumbling where he gives up too much. Yeah, info yeah. And like, he ends up shooting himself in the foot. Right. And Raquel is just like a hard hitting journalist. Yeah. <laughs> needs yeah. To know the truth. Truly. And she, and then Sheena's like, gives a whole Rob backstory. And then is weirdly like, I don't want to say I was like in love with someone else when I was married to Shay, but like, and then it pans to Rob and he literally looks like he's like dying on the inside. Well, he's like, she was, she was wearing a black dress. She was wearing a black dress. She's the only person that ever turned me down. Yeah. And then he says this thing that was like really telling where he's like, Sheena rejected him. And then internally he was like, I'm going to get her. Yeah. And then he did. Yeah. She got got on her own show. I know. And then we get the piece de resistance of this entire episode, which is Sheena going, Let's just say Rob and I have a lot of firsts together. And then the producer. Oh my God. Asked, did he take your virginity? And she goes, I mean, not, not in, in my, my vagina. vagina. And then laughs demonically. I mean. And then it all became clear for me. The entire Rob relationship. It's just anal. It's like, well, I think the person that takes your anal virginity can sometimes become more powerful than the mm. person that took your vaginal virginity. Oh, I, I think a hundred percent. Yeah, I relate. Yeah, and I'm shocked that Sheena admitted that, but then it made me love her even more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure she's like pretty bummed about it now. I think she's probably bummed about it now, but I also think that this was like meant to be one last dig at Mike Shea because I'll bet for their entire relationship. He wanted to put it in her butt. Yeah. And she was like, no, no. And then as soon as she started dating Rob, she let him put it in there. And now she's letting Shay know. It's interesting because like, I actually have a theory about anal. And I was talking about this the other day that like anal is a little bit of like a, like a, stay together for the kids thing mm-hmm. like anal is like a last ditch effort sometimes for people in yeah. relationships like okay well, like uh, let me save this like let's do anal and yeah. then it just like goes to shit no pun intended yeah like you save it for the end when things are totally falling apart yeah i think maybe yeah i don't know i mean i could see that in a lot of relationships but yeah. sheena and shay never got to that point Right. (laughs) Their relationship was so broken that not even anal could fix it. Well, but also I can see Sheena being like, Rob, I'm so down. Like, I'm your dream girl. Like, watch this. And like turns around. I think also it's like Rob is hotter than Shay. And Sheena was probably (laughs) happy for that upgrade. And so she was just like so wildly turned on and having like crazy sex with Rob that when he's like, let's do anal, she's like, hell yeah. Well, also I think like they... It, Rob's probably had more experience because like Sheena and Shay were together for like a long time, right? Yeah. And so Rob's definitely like been around. Yeah. And then he really comes alive when he oh, starts talking princess. about the princess of Brunei who oh. he dated for th- what is three years? Yeah. He's like on paper everyone was like you're so stupid to break up, but like yeah, and then she, and and he's like, but I just wasn't ready. And she's like, well, also you said you were you you weren't in love with her, but you loved her, which is exactly what he said about <laughs> Sheena. I know. 
The whole thing gets darker. It's like a chocolate and vanilla swirl of darkness. A hundred percent. My God, I have to stop saying that. I'm so annoyed. (laughs) I'm annoying myself. That's like the, on podcasts, like you start to realize the things that you say over and over. Yeah. And you don't even know until you like hear. Yeah. I had that with my laugh for a while because I would do, I would do a laugh, but then it would, the laugh would trail off and then I'd just be like, (laughs) and I'd have to like cut that out (laughs) because I'd just like weirdly low chuckle like a silent and you could see it on and there, i could see it? it and i could hear it me being like <laughs> like and it and so you live and you learn i know wait okay so rob talks about how he dated this princess yeah and she's a, her dad was the sultan of brunei and isn't he like he's like a gay hating like oh yeah the beverly hills hotel yeah like that's owning. like a whole thing yeah so Rob Rob loves to brag about that. And he thinks it affords him like a lot of cachet. I know, but it does. It does. When you're sitting next to Sheena. But like, it's also just, I don't know. The whole thing is weird. Like Rob, I think, was really on the show to like promote himself. and Right. Be, like, but like seen. what? And what's going to happen with the the divorce closet? Yeah. I don't. I bet the divorce closet just isn't happening. I bet he does it. I'll bet he told Sheena when they broke up that like she couldn't do it without him. So yeah. now the idea is just dead. Cause he said he feels like he has some sort of like ownership or stock in it. No, and but I bet that he owns just does the, it. the idea. Yeah. Cause I'm like, why would, th- why was he with like, why was he with her in the first place? And also like when he was talking about how the, it would be like divided up, like how much of the company they yeah. would own. And Sheena's just like, yeah, whatever you say. Yeah. Your eyes are really blue today. Oh, my God. That was psychotic. It's like, Sheena, get a lawyer. Seriously. Like, take care of yourself. I know. You brought a publicist here, but you're not, like, getting a Uh, lawyer. You're just going to be like, whatever. You're so cute. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's how you get fucked over. Uh Yes. Yes. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Um, Raquel's face during all of this is like she's shell shocked. Well, I mean, I can't speak to that because it was the first time I saw her face. She's like a Do deer you know in I the mean, headlights. Like she like she like came like she was like present for the very first time. Yeah, she came alive. Yeah, and like her reactions tell you everything you need to know. Like yeah. she's just like an honest person. Yeah, she has a heart of gold. I know, but she also like. Let's be real. She's a beard for James, right? It's really hard for me to say because I I don't know. Because like, how could she be a beard if he is in love with Lala? I think, I don't know. But he's such like, he is just like such a queen to me. Yeah. Like he's in this, he's like talking about Rob. He's like, Rob, like, yeah, he's better than Shay, but like whatever like he, yeah and like then when he's like he calls so they're like james is like on to bigger and better things and then sheena's like literally i know <laughs> come on it's like please stop sheena seriously like, like some people when they talk about sex it's like fun and funny yeah but then some like, people like when you're drunk with your girlfriends when you're drunk fun. with your girlfriends talking about pouring a bottle of water <laughs> into your vagina it's fun yeah but when sheena does it it's like it's like nerve grating. I know. It makes me uncomfortable. Also, like we have to give up this thing where we're like, oh, this dick is better than this dick. Yeah. Like, 
just grow up. Yeah. It's like it, all those moments are just like a fuck you touche. I and know, which is why we need to know the real yeah. story behind the music. Yeah. We need a documentary. Gold. Yeah. Because I guess that's maybe what makes them so uncomfortable because it's not like she's trying to be funny. She's trying to like subtweet like her yes. ex-husband. Yes. And, it's, and she thinks that she's being like like coy about it but she's not and it's also weird because it's like you you did it like you, you divorced, divorced him, him. Yeah. so like we know we get it yeah you don't like him you don't, you don't like his dick him. like yeah. you think this person is better we already know that yeah but it's also just like so many unprocessed feelings and emotions yeah. about going through the divorce, which just got glazed over and then immediately into another relationship where she's like in love and we're going to be together forever and like have kids. Yeah. And yeah, like I need a book. I need like a tell all. Like a Big Bear House Rules book, but mm-hmm. about Sheena yeah. and Shay. Mm-hmm. A, a dossier, yeah. if you will. <laughs> if you could being John Malkovich, a cast member, who would it be? Oh my God. Fuck. That's a really good question. Maybe Stassi, just because I feel like she probably has like the most interesting life right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's probably the least dark out of everyone's. Yeah. But I would also like to like do live in Sheena's shoes for mm-hmm. a day mm-hmm. just to see like what she sees and like experience right. her like apartment in Marina Del Rey and like <laughs> just like what's figure out what's going on in her head. Yeah. As she like m- navigates her wild, wonderful world. Yeah. What about you? Um, I mean, like I definitely if if you said like I had to like live someone's life for a day, like it would probably be Stassi, but to just like be inside and like look around, I would say James. Yeah, that would be interesting. Or Sheena. I think you're right. But like James is like the biggest kind of mystery to me. Yeah. It, actually, okay. So I take it back. If I had to live someone's life for a day, I would choose Lala because it's oh, like, yeah. I want to be, I just like want to be living her life. Yeah. And th- that didn't even occur to me. Like she just didn't enter my brain, but that's the one. Yeah. And then the rest is like, I would, I would take anyone's like yeah. inner model, like just to know, to know what they know. Yeah. And that think of how powerful you would be if you knew everything. I know that every cast member of Vanderpump Rules knows it you it might be too much if you could have like a if I could have a superpower and then <laughs> just know every like I would if I had one wish right now it would be like I want to know every single thing that the entire cast of Vanderpump Rules knows and then we would have the truth we'd have answers we'd I have know. power but I feel like that's the that's what separates them is that we do know a lot of it mm-hmm. like I think what you think you know you know yeah yeah because it's pretty clear yeah they're not that good at like hiding no and like they act like that off season mm-hmm. it's the same yeah it's not like they go into like shot taking beast mode once the cameras are rolling yeah it's like, not that's like their... the hills no um well james calls James is like over Sheena talking about Rob and like all the love being shoved down his throat. And then he goes, he's not Iron Man. He's (laughs) Rob's Varelta. And like (laughs) 
just butchers him. And I was like, he's forever Rob Veralta to me now. Yeah. Um, Tom Schwartz defends and covers for Jax. We like get the flashback of that moment right. where he basically like takes Jax's <laughs> back. And then Lisa says that Jax has changed. Yeah. And I'm not buying that. I'm not buying it either. Like, I feel like Jax is like pretty like torn up. Yeah. But like, no. He's had a, like an emotional crisis moment. Yeah. For sure. But like, he's the same person. Yes. he. W- I don't think he has changed at all. And I think that like, you know, whatever. I don't know what Lisa's motivation for saying that is. Obviously, she's going to rehire him. Yeah. Um. But and I think that she obviously has a relationship with him and feels for him because I think that it probably was he went through a really hard time is going through a really hard time but he will not he will dump Brittany again yeah he'll cheat on her yeah. or something will happen like i don't think that this is meant to last and this really this really pissed me off throughout the season this whole narrative that that kelsey the reiki woman was like on his dick no she absolutely was not yeah she's a fucking professional she's on goop for god's sakes she has her own whole website and thing going on and like if she wanted to expand her clientele and like take an opportunity to be on tv and let people know about her services like she's doing what every reiki master should be doing exactly which is like going to the most fucked up people in the world and trying to like help them with their problems and like for britney it was like you know what oh, she was just like heart eyes on when she would see jack i'm like jacks i'm like she's a reiki master like, yeah she's like a kind soul yeah and like whenever they're like all she did was tell him to break up with britney like blah 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 it's like anyone in their right mind would tell him that yeah but, and all kelsey's reads were like right on the money yeah she's like you don't want to go to mexico like you're over this which was true like he was like i don't want to do this but was doing all this shit because britney's like let me give this to you because she's just like desperately trying to like keep him oh around my God. and it's like that like Kelsey was like maybe the only moment of clarity that Jack's like ever had in his life. I know. And for them to chalk it up to like Kelsey wanting to fuck him. I was just like, this is this like you guys are creating these problems for yourself. Yeah. And Jack's always turns things really sexual with any woman that I think he interacts with. And so he was doing like, just like very kind of like, sexualizing like low-key sexualizing like eye contact or facial expressions to kelsey and like being flirty like that's how he is right he was like i love you to her right (laughs) so she's just like yeah and no one really takes him to task for any of his behavior no and that's what pissed me off too in the reunion is it's like they kind of go there but then it's like oh, we have to tiptoe around the fact that he's like suffered like a big loss. So it's like, we're not really going to go there. But he never, it's never like, wow, we don't trust this woman or trust her intentions because of the way you behave all the time. And like, like they don't funnel it into really taking, making him take any accountability. Not at all. And so that's what makes me think that he's just going to do it all over again. He's definitely going to do it all over again. And like, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, they might be together forever. Like, I, I don't, yeah. I don't doubt that. 
mm-hmm. but he's gonna do it over and over again and also faith is on another show yeah and she's like kind of funny is she good yeah i mean i think that she's good tv <laughs> and like she has aspirations yeah. and like i applaud her for like going and getting the paycheck where she can get it yeah do you watch the x on the beach i mean i watched like four episodes and then i'm is she in I'll all the episodes up. or yeah oh, okay she starts out and i was like oh my god faith and like she's there yeah it's not like a must watch mm-hmm. but but it's like a good supplement yeah okay good to know Jackson Schwartz waste everyone's time by pretending to volunteer for ha- Habitat for Humanity. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. It was like some sort of like, I just hate that shit because it's like, you know, both of them are like hungover and they don't want to be there and they like pretend to like hammer stuff. Right. And like be so bad at it. Yeah. And then they like just sit on like a plank of wood and like talk about their problems. Right. And then and it's like you were not helpful. So I don't know if this just like brings awareness to Habitat for Humanity, but like it's not bringing awareness in like the right way. No. And then Jax was like, I need to eat. And Schwartz is like, let's get lunch. And I was like, I want to go there. Yeah. Like just go to the lunch. Like, stop yeah. Where did you like, guys go? Like, what'd you have? I feel like Jax had like a club sandwich. Yeah. And like French fries. Yeah. And Schwartz had like a beer. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like they, and all that was also so Schwartz can like point out how well Jax is doing and like how different he, like they're so in cahoots with each other all the time. Yeah. And it's so funny to like come from like first season Mm -hmm. to that i mean sandoval i obviously they were like back they're good with Kristen now but like jack's fucked Kristen. yeah they had like a full-blown sexual relationship that probably went on like more times than we know yeah and was like longer lasting than any of us would think and like but yet everyone's back together and then schwartz is just like charity therapy meditation i know wow you're doing great man like (laughs) and then they like kind of talk about like the cheating element and like both of them have actively cheated on their girlfriends and are still probably cheating on their girlfriends and it's like they reach the ledge of like getting to the bottom of why they cheat but they never can go there i know kind of like well they've literally like highlighted that yeah like and oh, Jax, Jax blames everyone else for like not asking why. Why mm-hmm. did you cheat? Why did you cheat? Instead of just getting mad at him. Yeah. Like someone needs to like, get to the root of the problem. Yeah. And it's like, why don't you get to the root right. of the problem? You seem to be like ready to go there. And then Schwartz is like, I know when all the girls get together, they're just, I hate when they say like, oh, he cheated. Fuck him. Like they don't know. Like it's a different. There's something behind it. Yeah. And it's like you guys they like almost get it but then they're like we're hungry let's go right to lunch. Like, yeah, they literally <laughs> get tired and they're like oh well also like schwartz is like well why do you think you do it and that and then jax is like what are you my fucking therapist and right. then it was like oh and then it's like we just gotta go to club lunch. sandwich yeah club sandwich french fries um stassi katie Brittany get ivs that was bizarre that was like have you ever gotten one of those no I've always been curious. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's like great. Yeah. It's just like taking a vitamin, Mm -hmm. but faster. It's good for hangovers. Yeah. But like, what else? I know. And like, (laughs) 
And Stassi being like, this is modern luxury. I was like, you don't believe that, Stassi. You're sitting in You're sitting in Katie's apartment. There's literally trash on the floor. Like when they pull out, it's like there's like speckles of like can't wrappers of food on the floor. And then what is she eating? She's eating like chicken nuggets, but they're like super like healthy chicken nuggets. I don't know. Like I'm confused by the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, well, you got that for free. And then that dude has like his like Louis Vuitton bag with all of his medical supplies in it. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, bye. We found out that Brittany is allergic to rabbits, which I I thought was really cute. (laughs) Well, it must have been tough growing up. Yeah. On the farm. Yeah. Um, Stasi talks about her and Patrick's awful relationship, which is just like, oh my God. How devastating is it that they, that that Mexico trip happened off camera i know it's really upsetting it's horrible yeah like we never got to see the culmination like i i could have watched 10 more episodes just focusing on their breakup and like bounce back and like her taking her sex in the city honeymoon Mm -hmm. by herself Mm -hmm. and also um the oh my god wait no um Patrick, the emailing thing? The emailing thing is so weird, but I know like that type of relationship where you just argue all the time and like you, no one can kind of let it go is like I've been in a relationship Me like too, that. Me too, but I haven't been in, I haven't been in one where you like, you block each other since I was 20. Block each other. Yeah. That's like a new, when you're blocking, it's like, you should probably just not talk anymore. Like you should call it and like, it's done. And you will only communicate through emails. Yeah. It's just like, you're trying to constantly like power move someone, but no one has the upper hand because both of you are being psychotic. Yeah. I'm a little worried though, because like in the same way that Sheena moved on really quickly like Stassi has moved on really quickly and I'm like a little scared I feel like she and Bo could like end up together me too but I'm like worried about the processing time and also you know how she was like I hope I just like don't fuck this up yeah I was like sad I worry about like that relationship being on camera so soon because I'm like if I was on a reality show I don't think I would want anyone I was dating to be on the show with me yeah because it just like puts too much pressure on a relationship and I wouldn't want people to be able to see that part of my life. Right. Or the edits where it's like, or the edits where it's like, maybe I look fucking psychotic yeah, or like desperate or anything. I'm just like, would not. And I wouldn't want someone, I wouldn't want to date someone who would want to be on my reality show. Like that would be, (laughs) yeah. Like that would be a big red flag to me. Yeah. And I'd always be like curious of, if this guy is just dating me so that he can get on my reality show that I'm on. I mean, Kristen and Katie set her up with him. So. I know. And they are like, the worst part is they're like, he's like Schwartz. I know. Which I was like, that's not a good thing. I know. I don't want to be set up with any guy that's remotely like Schwartz. Right. But out of that crew, like you're going for Schwartz. The lesser. Yeah. It's like you either have Sandoval who's like a blithering idiot has like the IQ of a beanie baby. I can't stand of all Jax, who is like a serial cheater will gaslight you and like destroy you from the inside out or schwartz who's like a raging alcoholic like commitment phobe but like sweet yeah or james or james who's like a young mini Jax, but like way more unpredictable 
Yeah, he's like... Well, I guess Jax is just predictably terrible. Yeah. But he's also like... He also will just like toy with your emotions. He's... Forever. I know. But also, it's like, I'd rather be with Jax than Patrick. Oh, Patrick is disgusting. Is the worst. I know. So it's all just a shit sandwich. I mean, Patrick is kind of like Jax, but just like a little more less attractive yeah less, <laughs> less attractive Jesus which Christ. you don't think could be possible but it is and then more successful which is also curious yeah yeah i know <laughs> um and uh i lost it jacks no never mind we get into james's music and jacks says that he doesn't listen to it every day <laughs> but he appreciates it and he used to make fun of it because he didn't understand it and don't we all just make fun of things that we don't understand yeah yeah kind of yeah and then we see james making his tracks and playing them for sandoval and sandoval's not impressed no well first sandoval's not impressed with himself and then he's pissed that his trumpet playing sounds sin yeah and he's has and what i realized in this scene is that sandoval has like a very weird sense of entitlement like where he's like why would you have me come in yeah this is what you're gonna do yeah but it's like well why don't you learn how to play the fucking trumpet actually good so no one has to like chop it up and make it fucking sound like something well to be fair he just like his damage Mm-hmm. is that what it's called <laughs> is that what it's called i don't know his damage is really off since his yeah. high school days so yeah and it's just like did he pay for that like big old horn no i'm sure he still had it just had oh they're like pack rats like yeah. i feel like i feel like what's in ariana and tom's apartment is like the weird ikea stuff that he put up that Kristen was like he's making an effort yeah in like oh, season God. one or two thinking of like the relics of their past that is just like lying around and like that apartment in specific is like will give me like hives i know and thinking about like ariana just sitting in like the bedroom while like kristen's like getting the last of her things and like sitting by what she like what i imagine is the air conditioner i don't know why sitting in the bedroom like on that bed that's like that Tom and Kristen fucked on all the time yeah. with like the carpeting and then that mirrored closet with smudges all over the mirrors mm-hmm. and just being like, once Kristen gets out of here, it's like my house now and I'm I like, know. change it. It's just like mm-hmm. that apartment has like really bad energy. I know it needs to be saged. Yeah. It needs to be like gutted and then saged. Yeah, it needs to be gutted. That whole building needs to be like demolished after they move out. It's like Poltergeist where it was built on mm-hmm. like an Indian burial ground. Yeah. But it's just like a Kristen and Tom's relationship is an Indian burial ground. Yes. They were together for so long. 6 years. Too long. Too long. Too long to hate each other for like most of that time. I know. But that that's another thing. That's the, that's why I'm like Tom and Ariana not gonna go. I just feel like it's like there. Tom's the kind of person that can get in a really long relationship with someone. Yeah, and then the moving in together 
happens maybe pretty quickly yeah and then it's like harder to break up because you're like so i mean where did in each other's lives ariana like didn't live anywhere before she lived with tom yeah she lived in silver lake which was like that's wild to think about she's not like a wee ho girl yeah at her core she didn't seem like it but now she like totally does yeah now she's kind of assimilating a little bit more yeah. But I'm like, hold on to that silver lake. No, I mean the she's got the injections to prove that she belongs. Yeah. She plumped up. West of La Brea. But yeah, like Sandoval, like his sense of entitlement, it's like I kind of then put together his entitlement factor with like Tom Tom. Yeah. Cause it's like, okay, yeah, you've been a bartender at Sir for ten years or whatever the fuck. And like but you're by no means like a mixologist, like restaurateur. You're <laughs> yeah. not like a business person. So like, why should you have any stake? And then I got a sense of his entitlement with the Ariana's cocktail book. Yeah. Which is like, that wasn't your idea. That was her idea. And something she was going to do. And like, maybe you're the better bartender, but it's just not your idea. So like, don't try and like insinuate yourself into it. And also like, if you were really passionate about cocktails and mixology, you'd be working at like a actual bar that cares about that. Yeah. You would not be working at sir, which is literally just like sugar water and like cranberry juice. Yeah. But Ariana did want his help on the book. Yeah. And he was like shirking his responsibility there to like be there for Tom Tom. Mm-hmm. Well, now, cause like she originally wasn't going to have him in the book and then he got into the oh. book and then now it's like their book that they're supposed to do together. Oh. But I don't think they've done anything. Like I feel like they were looking for ghostwriters to like help them out. It's just like a whole, like these people don't do anything. We're right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take it. Yeah. $5,000. Yeah. I'll write you a cocktail book in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's like my offer. I'll do it. You really should. Yeah. If you're listening, you pay me $5,000 up front and I will deliver a full cocktail book manuscript for you. Yeah. One week later. Just give like the cocktails yeah just tell me what the cocktails are and i'll write like the not even names yeah you can name them yeah and i'll just do it yeah it literally would not take long i have enough adderall to just do it (laughs) in probably three days if i really put my mind to it speaking of lisa naming things like the pump teeny makes no sense no it doesn't it's a pump teeny. I don't even know what a pump teeny is. What is it? I don't know what's in it. I've never known. Okay. I, think I it, imagine it's, it's like a Cosmo. Pink. Yeah, I think it's like a Cosmo. Should we Google it? Yeah. Pump teeny ingredients. Jax hates you, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know, though, if he knows who I am like if he would recognize me if we were but he hates the podcast yeah he hates this podcast he does not associate with it <laughs> that was his <laughs> he's verbiage, not affiliated right? he yeah he said neither him nor Brit or have any affiliation with this podcast <laughs> which is like fair enough yeah they certainly don't have any affiliation and i don't have affiliation with them no but so it's good that we're all on the same page 
of who's affiliated with whom. Okay, here's the ingredients for a pumptini. Three raspberries. Three three fourths of an ounce of simple syrup. Two ounces Vanderpump vodka or something equally good. Three fourth ounce of Pavon liqueur. What? Liqueur made from muscat grapes and orange blossoms, so it's really important. Three quarters ounce of grapefruit juice, three quarter ounce of lime juice, lime wedge for garnish. That's like involved. There's no alcohol in that. There's no alcohol in that. And also like what's up with the three fourths of an ounce of something as if anyone's going to measure that. Well, I mean, pro bartenders. If you're a mixologist. Once you get your, once the contract comes through for for the book deal. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to. No. Yeah. Your ounces. You just guesstimate. I know. No, you have to get the jiggers. Yeah. And then like pour it all up. Yeah. Three raspberries. Are they muddled or they're just. You muddle the raspberries in with the simple syrup. Then you like pour everything else in and you shake it up. Look, you're already a pro. Yeah. You're a pro teeny. Pour it into into chilled glasses Mm -hmm. and then garnish with a lime wedge. A lime yeah wow the end the end or the beginning what did he what was sandoval's drink that he made for the tom tom it was the spicy it was a spicy it was a oh gentleman's regret (laughs) yeah (laughs) cool oh my god those tom tom pins i need and kyle chan was on yeah this episode kyle chan I'm into Kyle Chan. Me too. I think his jewelry's nice. Me too. It looks good. I was not even mad at like Katie's engagement ring, really. No, me I thought either. it was kind of cool. But she wears her wedding band over her engagement ring, which is not traditionally how it works. Like what? Like over? Like, like your the engagement ring goes on top of the wedding band because oh. the the wedding band is supposed to be closest to your your because okay so there's a vein in your in that the ring finger which goes to your heart and that's why that's the ring finger okay and so the the engagement ring is supposed to go on top of the wedding band so that it like secures the wedding band because the wedding band is the most important Mm -hmm. even though the engagement ring has like the jewels the goods on it yeah well i feel like for in katie's case the engagement ring was a lot more important yeah than the actual like wedding band um where were we her dress was very expensive by the way katie's mm-hmm. yeah it was like 15 grand or something yeah. zuhair Murad. i was not impressed by it it wasn't the right move for her it wasn't the right fit no and like also the nude was not the right nude no so it was just kind of like it just didn't look expensive no i know and it's so expensive but like the cast of vanderpump rules has like a knack for making expensive things look shitty well that's why like i have a question about too like britney's reunion dress well all those reunion dresses were like from revolve and they all cost like i think less than a hundred dollars really yeah every single person's reunion i don't know about stassi's but like yeah. every other person's was like 48 dollars or like 65 dollars and i'm like Love that you're being thrifty with your finances, but also well, Revolve like, is they're like giving them. Yeah. But like, you wouldn't, yeah. like, I feel like you guys have money now. I know. And they wear like Louboutins with them. So I'm like, right. Ariana definitely. Do you buy those, those and then you just like 
take a donated dress like i'm just confused okay so revolve has this thing where like when they have their influencers they have like a couple of um they have like a couple of brands on revolve that you can choose from when Mm -hmm. they give you like your right to choose when you become like a revolve ambassador or whatever okay um and so those i guess are that but like britney's was like very confusing to me Brittany, they just all looked really cheap. Yeah. And I'm not saying you need to spend like $1,000 on no. a dress for a reunion, but like you could spend like $250 and get like a really cute, well-fitting dress that you're not like, don't see the double-sided tape yeah. that's sticking it to your boob. It looked like Fashion Nova or something. Yeah. It just like, they all looked, it was all really cheap looking. Yeah. I don't remember anyone's but Britney's now. Well, Ariana's had the pink one that was kind of like ill-fitting and like bunchy. Yeah. It was like a cute in theory with like cutouts, but then in execution was just like, no, not yeah. well-made. Lala's was literally just a piece of fabric well, tube. I loved Lala's. I, Lala looked so hot. It was crazy. It's crazy. But like even her, it's like, I love the tight dresses, yeah. but she goes to the point where it's too tight. Yeah. And then it just looks cheap. Yeah. When it could look really expensive and tight and hot. I know. And like, it just like, no one can, no one can get it right. I know. They don't, I've, they have an inability to be able to get yeah. it right fashion wise. Yeah. That's just like innate to some people though. I know. I know. I mean, Kristen is just like, honey, she'll never. It's like a, it's like a tar, it's like Target, it's like boho Target. It's like just like the dresses from season one that they had to wear, like the handkerchief dresses. Yeah. And even those look better than most of the dresses that they choose to wear now. I love how, um, Lisa was wearing a headband. (laughs) (laughs) Like she, and like, and And you know, Lisa's outfits cost like Oh my god. Her outfits are probably base level $25,000. Yes. That shirt. Like, that shirt is like a $2,000 shirt. At least. Yeah. And it still is like kind of not. I know. It's not great. I know. But it is it is what it is. Yeah. Like her aesthetic, at least it's like all on oh, brand. Yeah. Oh, I I mean, I love Lisa's outfits usually. Mm-hmm. Um, That shirt I was like with the headband, I was a little bit. A also, headband is a hard like that. The um choker, the purple choker she had in the scene with Lala. Oh yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I was like, this is like a dusty purple velvet choker on Lisa Vanderpump. I like when Lisa goes like has like kind of a Victorian moment, mm-hmm. and she's been having a little more like Victorian goth inspired mm-hmm. looks, which I can always get down yeah. with. But a bejeweled headband is going to be a challenge for me anytime. Oh my god, when she said this was an on pump, but when she she put the pearls in her bun on. When- Beverly Hills. Oh, I didn't see that one. That's a lot. It was cute. It was cute. It was so cute. Okay. I love that for her. <laughs> um, everyone gets their priv spray tans, which is like just spawn con because then there was a huge priv commercial like right I after know, that. But priv is just like Andy Cohen must own priv. Yeah, like it's it's everywhere. And why were they acting like they'd never gotten spray tans before? I don't know. And then Brittany was like, We're just gonna take a couple shots first. And then they all just like take a bunch of shots and then get like spray tanned. I don't know. I think that they, that was just like product placement. Well, yeah. That was just so obvious product placement that it wasn't working anymore. But also I was like, 
show me Lala's nipple tattoo or yeah. at least like the shadow of it. Yeah. And they edited, uh, like, they did put a bigger circle, blurry circle over one boob than the <laughs> other one, which I was like, you're trolling. Oh, my God. It's like like the Disney cartooners. Yeah. That's not what they're called, but just, like, having fun in their bay. Mm-hmm. One was bigger. <laughs> uh, Is that for real? Yeah, I was, because I was looking, and then I was like, oh, like, one blur is bigger than the other blur. So maybe, like she's telling the truth yeah but i'm also still confused i need her them to blur her ears and get like a visual on that Mm -hmm. now i like want to look at her ears and compare them yeah i'm desperate to get some feet pics so i can see like what's going on down there yeah tom sandoval does a photo shoot for max magazine which he says it's almost like a st louis gq Uh, amazing yeah it does a magazine that does not exist like it didn't it was the first issue uh-huh. of max magazine okay which i thought he was calling it mags magazine <laughs> at first and i was like oh my god this is truly vanderpump next level it was so crazy to to utter the words it's like a st louis gq is so crazy that you've like been on the show for this long and you like probably read lots of like comments and tweets about you and to say like it's a st louis G- gq mm-hmm. like gq is not a state by no. state thing no it's d- like an international yeah magazine so max magazine featuring sandoval who looks like he's modeling in a storage unit yeah like the aluminum walls and he kind of is killing the photo shoot. I yeah. mean, like, he photographs well. I know. It was actually, like, pretty surprising to me. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, but it's also, like, I hate you. Yeah. Every word that comes out of your mouth is an affront to my sensibilities. Yeah. And, like, the to get the whole, like, modeling shtick again, like, I get it. I know. You How know? old is he? He's 34. 35 maybe see that's the thing i'm like you guys are all talking about jacks being old but like you're all old now yeah yeah like you're in your late 30s yeah once you've passed 35 it's kind of like you're just in the late 30s yeah you're just counting down the days to 40 the end (laughs) um sandoval says i've forgotten more poses than most models will learn in a lifetime that was actually pretty genius that was kind of genius (laughs) but then i thought about it more and i was like that's not something to brag about because it just proves why you're not a model like (laughs) and that photo of him on the dock where it was like a flashback and he's doing he's like on his back with his legs in the air oh my god I was like, that's also not a pose <laughs> i mean it's what lala does when she sh- dumps a <laughs> bottle of water into her vagina yeah lala's like oh cool good to know <laughs> yeah. she's like maybe i'll do it on a dock next time yeah, so my bed doesn't water. get soaked <laughs> yeah james and lala fight and i hate their fights i do too it's the same fight over and over again yeah and Wait, which fight? What is this? They fight like at one of his like see you next Tuesday oh, parties. Oh, but this is and she's like, how would you feel if I said like Raquel's a skinny bitch? And he like lit up like yeah. he was so excited. She goes, he goes, don't talk about Raquel. Well, right. Right. And she's like, see, even I mentioned her name. But like, what if I said Raquel's a skinny bitch? A dumb, and- a skinny, dumbass bitch. Right. And he was so excited that she like called her skinny. That's yeah. how I read that. He. Yeah. And then I was like, Raquel is just like 
he's always like i love raquel my queen like love yeah. of my life and i'm just like no there's something else going on yeah here. how do you you don't have such a connection with lala to the level that they do and then choose to date someone like raquel and like fall yeah. in love with her like I don't know what kind of convert, like what conversations do they have? Like James and Lala have like some sort of connection. And when he's right. talking about the way they kissed, oh I was my like, God. Oh, oh my God. My God. I so sad. Because I, I was like, that's like what you say about someone you're in love with. Like the people that you like love making yeah. out with the most and like can't stop kissing is like a love thing. And like for him to be like, if I was, the, if I was the international DJ back then, and a millionaire she would have gone with me yeah and like he fully believes that and that's probably kind of true yeah but it's also just another sad layer to their relationship but i also think that lala needs like she needed someone more i don't know just like with i i think that that would have even not have worked because she needs like a more manly presence she needs a father figure like she wants to be taken care of she wants to have bills paid and like i think she likes having like an older man that can like be that rock for her and james definitely isn't that i mean like they would just like i think spiral off the face of the planet together if they got together that is so bizarre to me that they ever were it's not that bizarre to me because I just remember that phase of like yeah. him encouraging her music and stuff. And like, I guess, I mean, we know that how meaningful that was for her and yeah. her like self esteem, but it's just like their relationship and their fights make me really sad. Cause I'm just like, these are two people that probably they should be together to some extent, but never will be. And I don't think that they can, I don't see how they can be friends past this because it's like, you're just going to have the same fight over and over. Yeah. Well, until they both are, well, I guess until Lala and Randall. Randall. Yeah. Break up. Yeah. If they break up. If they break up. But I could see, I think that they're already married. I know. What, what is that? I think that they, I don't know that she was listed with his last name on her dad's like funeral program thing. So they could just be secretly married. Isn't that something that we can like find out? Probably. Isn't that public record? Yeah. I need some detectives to get on the case. I'll do it. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, James well we have like a weird like beach day scene where i'm like i'm glad that that was cut out where that was a hostess at sir you know a hostess at sir yeah a good friend of yours um my husband is in her wedding coming up wow so you're close you're in now Mm -hmm. are the rest of the cast like gonna be at this wedding no no I need to know more. I know, but it's like she works at Sir, but she's not on the show. Mm-mm. So she's like genuinely just like I'm going to do this hostess job mm-hmm. and like love my life. Yeah. Love that. I mean, she's a musician. Okay. Much like the other hostess. Mhm. Um, but anyway. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> Touch in public isn't a bad song that's like tom sandoval's song oh yeah it kind of is catchy that 
montage that was really weird it made me feel really <laughs> uncomfortable i'm glad that they left it out of the season yeah. because i no one needs to see like their producers are always forcing them to like have a group beach day yeah as though like that's like their nature people who enjoy that kind of thing and yeah. i don't think they are and i don't think they do so to watch them like pretend to have fun on this day is like no well i mean they were really into the bag they're really into the bag and like the sunscreen. And then Tom Sandoval is just like sitting on a rock playing like a tiny guitar. And like the whole thing was just like, I hate every moment of it. It was like the end of Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> or it reminded me also of like, um, she's all that when they're like all at the beach like being sporty yeah i was thinking of love don't cost a thing with christina mm-hmm. milian and nick cannon yeah but look Both. it stirred up a lot of stuff for us clearly. yeah it was not okay with me no and that that purse the purse where i guess you just turn a bottle upside down in i think like <laughs> like lala's vagina yeah much like lala's vagina you dump a bottle do you put the alcohol in the purse or do you I think there's probably it into like a thing i think that there's a like a pouch and you pour the wine into the pouch because it seems like it was more discreet than that because like you can go like get your bag checked yeah i thought i saw a bottle sticking out of the purse but then oh. maybe they were just filling up whatever the thing is and like for Stassi to say like now I can drink at the DMV, I'm like, what? It you have to go like what? Like shut up. That's irresponsible. I draw yeah. the line there. And also, it's like I don't know. She just like says jokes, but her jokes aren't funny. Yeah. So and like just like all a try hard <laughs> moment. Yeah. I mean, they're funnier than Sheena's jokes. They're funnier than Sheena's jokes, definitely. But they're like. It doesn't take much to be funnier than Sheena. I know. James besses his own dishes at Sir. Yeah, that was bizarre too. It was like, like okay, cool fact. And then everybody was everybody had the same reaction. They were like, we do that too. Yeah. And then Lisa was like, I just never forget the day that I had dinner with James's parents, and they asked, "Can you take this kid on and take care of him?" Yeah. And she's like, "Yes." And I'm like, how well do you know these people? Well, because earlier she was like, I don't really know your parents. Yeah. Like, I met them once. Yeah. But then now she's saying like they basically like gave Lisa like custody. Yeah. And she has been looking out for him. Yeah. When I was at CU next Tuesday last weekend, James was saying that he pays his mom's rent mm-hmm. and pays Raquel's bills. And like he, I think finance, and this was like a theory that I had, but I thought that he like financially had to support his family because of like whatever they went through with their divorce and Mm -hmm. stuff. And so then he pretty much just confirmed that. Yeah. But he said that like over the mic or like personally to you? He said that personally. Oh. Because we were talking, I was talking about something, but then he just came out with that information. He was like, I pay my mom's rent. I'm a millionaire. I pay my mom's rent. I pay my Raquel's bills. And I was like, very interesting. He's a millionaire. According to him. Um, also, this is the best time to make music because all the rich people are out working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so good. How? Like, what is that logic? <laughs> I mean, it's perfect. It's perfectly all sound logic. Like, this is a fancy building of which I literally sleep in this chair. Oh, yeah. And this is because all the rich people in the building. Okay. Because I was like, <laughs> what does, like, what do any rich people working have to do with his music? But then I guess, yeah. Because Tom's like, I heard you. 
in the hallway and he's like, oh, this is the best time to make music because all the rich people are out working to make money to afford to live in this fancy place that I sleep in this chair. Yeah. And then I have like a little screened off partition area in a corner. Yeah. But also like I've actually been neighbors with a real international DJ Mm -hmm. and he was so quiet. Yeah. He was on his headphones. Yeah. It was a track. You would want to listen to everything on your headphones. So you know how it sounds. Yeah. Like that's the whole key. I know. And I, d- I know that, and I'm not even a musician. Me too. So, interesting. Little pro tip for Little tidbit. You, James. Mm-hmm. James. Oh. Lisa thinks James and Lala are both a little fractured, and they need each other more than they realize, which I love, like, the subtlety of her being, like, they're both broken. Yeah. And they, like really deserve each other yeah wait when was it earlier in the season when it was like hurt people hurt people like Jax had just like learned an idiom and yeah. like used it mm-hmm. i loved that james oh sandoval and sinew oh so they all go to the like bouncy place whatever the fuck that oh my is god and it to me looks really dangerous like i could i yeah. feel like i would break a limb there but they split up into their dodgeball teams. Yeah. And then Sandoval is like, it's Jax and all the women he's had sex with versus me and all the women Jax hasn't had sex with. Yeah. But that he insinuated in that moment that Jax and Sheena have had sex. I know. I think it was just like that. He was just forgetting. Uh, no. Or like not. <laughs> he forgot Sheena was there. Like, like not the including her. Yeah. I think it was just like. All of the women that he had had sex with who were there were, were on, on his, his team. team. Yeah. But also they edited in that fake like awkward moment, which like definitely didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That was like a cutaway. Yeah. Like a B-roll cutaway yeah. that they like put in there. And then um, Lala's like, I just like had, having her flashbacks of like boys throwing dodgeballs at her face. Yeah. Her and Stassi's like weird hangups on dodgeball. <laughs> I was like, I feel for you, but I also don't relate. Yeah. It was just like a fine. It was like a neither here nor there thing for me growing up. And then we came back to the, the theory of like boys, like pushing girls that they like. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but also like, that's the point of dodgeball. Yeah. Is like to just like you flirt. No, you hit people. And it doesn't necessarily mean that like you like them. Oh Yeah. It's not well, just it's like, like they couldn't control their boner. Like it's yeah. like you were in third grade. I know. Like she's like sexualizing children. I know. They should have pictured her. She's like four years old, <laughs> and she's like they couldn't control their boners, so they had to throw their dodgeballs at me. <laughs> it was so crazy. And Stassi's like, I couldn't understand it, so my mom practiced with me late at night. Late at night, she I'm like, stayed what? up late with me. She to stayed practice. up throwing dodgeballs at you <laughs> late at night. Maybe that is what it is. And then you would beg her not to go to school. Like, I'm not. I'm like, okay. There was like a lot of trauma that was like, we're ignoring like real issues here. Yeah. So much trauma around dodgeball that I did not think could be possible. But I guess it's very much is. But, you know, like the picked last thing. The team choosing was really fun to watch. Yeah. I love that Kristen got chosen like first. Yeah. She's athletic. And they like Kristen. Yeah. Like everybody likes Kristen. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. She's loyal and probably fun to have around. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
And then, I mean, I was surprised that Stassi got picked before Lala. I guess because Jax, he was like, like I don't care. Yeah, and he doesn't like Lala, so I feel he because he was like, it doesn't matter. Like I'll just take Stassi. I was surprised that Peter got picked. Like I don't even remember Peter being there. Yeah, he got picked last, like right before it came down to Stassi and Lala. Actually, that's who I would John Malkovich. Peter, yeah, just to know. Yeah, you would. It would be boring. You'd have to go to work at Sir. He's hooked up with all of them. Yeah, that's true. Katie, Stassi. Kristen, right? I don't think Kristen. Oh. Whatever. But it's, still enough. It's still enough. Yeah. And Britney's backflip. Britney's backflip was really good. Yeah. Schwartz's backflip where he literally almost broke his neck was also <laughs> really good. Yeah. And then we realized that Britney threw Jack's three birthday parties right after he cheated on I her. Know. That's like, that makes me sad. Because you know it's just like her trying, like it's that kind of thing where like someone really fucks you over, but then you're like. You think it's your fault, so you like do everything to like make. Yeah, or you're going to do something really nice for them, and then they have to do it because you're, because they were the bad guy and you're the good guy, so they feel like they have to like be into it, even though they're not. Well, I feel like it's like he, she felt inadequate like Mm -hmm. his cheating made her feel inadequate so to be to redeem herself in the warped brain of a woman who has been like you know whatever yeah but treated like this she had to be so good to him that he would like realize the error of his ways and like real like realize how great she was yeah but three is egregious. Yeah. Yeah. Also, do you think that like Playa del Carmen, like he had Carmen tattooed on his arm? <laughs> no. Am I so psycho? Car- Did I just. That was sh- for Carmen, like his ex, right? I know. So like, I just feel like saying it over and over again. is like triggering for him. Like he's going to remember. Yeah. <laughs> No, I like that. That's where your head goes. Is that probably that shows like a it. weird thing about me? Wait, like he would be like you wouldn't want to go to like anywhere that had a, like the some, name of the name of um, a guy that you might have dated in the past. Okay, like let's say like if someone like no, no, I'm saying for like my for like if I was taking if I was planning a trip for my husband, would I like want him to like take him to like Isle day you know I'm, like Isle day alice or something yeah. like that yeah and then if it was beautiful you'd but and like looked really great you'd be like no i can't because it's the name in there well i would at least think about it and then on top of it have that he like had it tattooed on his arm did nobody think about it i don't think anyone thought about it that is so crazy <laughs> Is that not crazy? I honestly, I never even put that together as like a thing that would have come up or been a speed bump. But maybe that's why partially he didn't want to go. I mean, I just know that like if he was being a dick to me in like Playa del Carmen, I'd be like, oh, you like, oh, you look you. I'm surprised you don't want to go to Playa del Carmen because you love Carmen so much. Mm -hmm. And then. 
And then it would start a whole new fight. Yeah. Yeah. And you would fight about like the tattoo. I'm sorry. If you had a person's name tattooed on you and then if my if I was dating a guy and he he had an ex named Carmen and then we were (laughs) going to go on a group trip to Playa del Carmen. I don't I don't think I'd care really. I'd probably make some jokes about it. But yeah. like I don't I would not I wouldn't really get trolled out by it. Uh, okay. But like Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would really Okay. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> like my husband has my name tattooed on me on him, right? Yeah. And if we got divorced and mm-hmm. he started dating someone and then like, let's say like he became a totally different person and like they went to Coachella and like, but like, so did, if, if they were, if she was like, let's do some Molly. Yeah. And then <laughs> wouldn't, don't you think she'd be like, I mean, I know you've done it a lot in the past. <laughs> like you've done Molly and he'd be like, oh, I'm no, no, I've never done Molly. And she'd be like, She's uh, like, don't lie. Yeah. This is bringing up memories for yeah. you. And then he'd be like, it's, what? And then she'd be like, no, Molly. Yeah. But then this was reminding me of the season one where the <laughs> girls got mad at Tom Sandoval for like sleeping with that mo- model years before he and Kristen ever got together. Yeah. But like the name association and like freaking out about that is like, yeah. that's somewhere adjacent or parallel to that kind of anger. Okay. Well, my I husband's live- fictitious future girlfriend is a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> and if she fucking offers him Molly, who's gets in trouble for that he does yeah and then she would be like you can't she'd be like you want molly oh no you can't do it because you've already done you've od'd on molly well molly doesn't want you yeah because i'm definitely the one who you and molly aren't a good match yeah we all know yeah so you're not gonna do any yeah then does she do molly and is it weird for her? If no, she I think does they it? both end up doing it and then it's fine. Yeah. And, and then, then they're, they're like, wow, that was cool. They're on Molly and they're high. And then they're like, that was crazy that we got like weird right. about that. And moment. then after she, he's like, that was really fun. And she's like, oh, you love Molly. Mm-hmm. You still love Molly. And then she holds it over him forever. And then I find out that they did ecstasy and I'm like, Haha, I bet they talked about me so much. Mm-hmm. And maybe he reaches out and he's like, hey, I did some Molly this weekend and it really made me think of you. Yeah. You have the same name as the drug. Right. And then you would say, I'd be like, that is so fucking lame. And you know that I always hate when people like associate my name with the drug. And this is why we got divorced. This is why. Yeah. Have fun with your, have fun with Molly. I don't even know who you are anymore. (laughs) And I'd be like, maybe someday we could get a drink together. And then, or no, he'd be like, maybe someday we can, it'll be cool again. We'll get a drink together. And then you can go, probably not. Probably not. Love. Yeah. It's a power move. Yeah. Thank you for being my guest. Oh my God. (laughs) We really went there. (laughs) Yeah. Tell everyone where they can find you. Um, As if they don't know. If they want to get involved. (laughs) If you want to get amongst, you can find me on Instagram at molly tarlove which obviously my name is molly um twitter.com slash molly tarlove Mm -hmm. and that's pretty much it love yeah well 
You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. This is really fun. Thanks for having me. And I'm so <sighs> glad we got an ep- extra episode of episode of me season too. six. This is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Sexy Unique Podcast is brought to you by the following premium sponsor, Lori Wheat. Thanks to you, my babe. It is all happening. Cause I know I know I'm feeling. Cause I know I know. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.